We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presenting Pink Floyd's Animals 2018 Remix, the classic album remixed for the first time. Available now on vinyl LP, CD, and digital. Special limited deluxe edition coming on October 7th. What's going on, guys? As promised, welcome back to part two of the DFS OGs podcast here on Roto Grinders. I am Chris Fearmakers fan Prince, joined as always by my fellow OGs, Derek, you know him as Notorious, the head chopper, our breaking news analyst here on the pod. Let's jump right into part two here, guys, with the afternoon games. Got the Battle of LA, Derek. Chargers and Rams, two teams playing very well. Offense is clicking. On all cylinders, can the Chargers possibly keep it going here against maybe the best defense in the league in the Rams? I really hope that they can keep the game close at least because I do like the Rams quite a bit. The Chargers defense hasn't looked great so far this season. Uh, so if the Chargers can put up some points, I will be happy. Uh, the Rams defense, very good, but uh, this offense has looked really good for the Chargers. So probably not going to be playing Rivers. I do like the price point of 5800 but you can go back to Melvin Gordon. Uh, assuming uh, he's okay, had a little injury in the fourth quarter, but I think he's going to be fine. Eckler at 4,400, we've seen the type of upside that he offers. And then go right back to Keenan Allen. I think uh, you know he's going to get a lot of looks, especially if they're playing from behind. Hasn't really had a favorable game script uh, yet this season. As far as the Rams go, ton to love here. Todd Gurley, uh, three-touchdown game, and didn't even play the fourth quarter against the Cardinals at home. Should have a better game script as well where he's uh, – Catching a little bit more passes out of the backfield. And then uh, Jared Goff, just so many weapons to work with. Robert Woods had the big game. Brandon Cooks had a big game. Uh, Cooper Cup, another solid six for 63. So a ton of weapons to work with. I mean, I typically don't play Goff because he doesn't air it out all that often. But 5,900 for him against a defense that struggled against the pass. I certainly have some interest in all parts of this Rams offense. Yeah, I'm going to use my third and wrong here. I mean, for last week, it was Deion Lewis. I thought he'd be more involved in the passing game. But, Chop, I was wrong on Brandon Cooks. I didn't expect him to step in and play such a vital role on this team. I knew he'd be good. We know he has talent. But uh, he's been playing extremely well. So, can he keep it going here against the Chargers? And then, same question for you. Interest level in the Chargers. Rams a very, very tough defense at home. So, who are you playing from the Chargers side of things? Yeah, this is this game – this game in general jumped off to me when I first saw it. You know, I, I, 
I dropped a luscious on you last week, but this game right here, this game right here is exquisite. This is oh. this has got some this has got some fantasy stuff going on here. I like it a lot. This is just one of those games where Philip Rivers he either does one of two things is never in between. Like he's gonna tank, and then they're gonna get blown off the field, and it's gonna ruin the game for everybody, the Rams and the Chargers. You know, fantasy wise. Or he's going to end up this game with 400 yards and four touchdowns, Rivers is, because they're constantly playing from behind and it's a bit of a shootout. I just love this game for the potential it has. So Rivers, Gordon, Keenan, all good. And uh, there's, there'll be another, you know, auxiliary receiver out there, whether it's Tyrell, the Gazelle, or Mike Williams. Somebody will step up and catch a couple of touchdowns from Rivers in this game if it gets to that shootout status, which I think it might get to. And on the other side, yeah, we got we need we need Rivers to keep pace so the Rams feel the need to to keep the first team offense out there and golf, girly. I, I would lean more towards Cooks and Wood. I think this may be a Woods week. I love Cooks, love his skill set, his talent, loved him in the trade in the offseason, but this might be a rubber at Woods week right here. So, so most of us, when we're, you know, we're in the bathroom, we got Sports Illustrated there, and maybe a Maxim. Chop, you got a thesaurus sitting by the toilet? You busted out a, a luscious and exquisite on us. I mean, there's got to be a thesaurus nearby. Uh, well, you know, I, I used to like vocabulary when I was a kid, so I like big words. It's got to be a word of the day calendar. You know, I don't know. I, I like I like the uh, very descriptive words. Those those are nice. It's better than some of the common words out there. Give a give a little descriptive. You know what I mean? There you go. Hashtag exquisite from the head chopper. <laughs> All right, chop. Let's talk your Cowboys here. Uh, got the job done against the Giants. Now they go to Seattle, a team that's really struggling. The offensive line, kind of what we thought it would be, can't get the running game going. Everything seems to be on Russell Wilson and. Uh, they didn't look very good last night in Chicago. So going back home, two teams kind of seem lost. Which team figures it out here, Cowboys and Seahawks? I would say that if not for, you know, the Jacksonville matchup, maybe maybe one other defense out there. Man, Dallas is, Dallas is near the top of my list for defenses this week. Uh, we just saw Seattle get – smothered by the the Chicago defense. Dallas has a sneaky good defense. I'm a cowboy homer. I don't want to get into all that. I don't want to but I mean there's there's reason to believe it's not just fake news as long as Sean Lee is healthy and Jalen Smith looks like he's healthy for the first time in his career. You know, and the defensive line can rush the passer. I think Dallas is going to be a handful on defense, especially in this game with a bum offensive line. So I think this looks like a big Elliott game pounding Elliott into the line there. Dak is going to do what he does, pick up first downs when you vitally need it on third down. But this is going to be a lot of carries here, for a lot of touches for Ezekiel Elliott in this game, and that's where I would go to. Uh, on the flip side, Seattle, you can never really go wrong with Russell Wilson, even in garbage. You know, when you get to garbage time, it's it, he's all they got. So I could go to Russell Wilson, and, and I like Tyler Lockett, but I think they're going to struggle the first three quarters at least until he gets to blowout status. But uh, – also, there was a big transaction today. Dallas gets back Bryce Butler, who they lost in the offseason. Now, they've got nobody there to throw the ball to, really. So, uh, I'm curious to see how quickly Bryce Butler acclimates to uh, this uh, offense. I mean, he already must know everything. He's been there for the last couple of years. He could actually be a very sneaky play. I don't know if you get credit for him this week or if he's still – on the Arizona roster on DFS lineups, but Bryce Butler moving forward is going to be a sneaky little play. 
Yeah, I like that call. I mean, he flashed uh, in, in, with Dallas quite a few times. So I don't see him in the player pool on DraftKings, but, you know, something to keep an eye on moving forward. And Derek, do we ever think we could say Russell Wilson is the same damn price as Ryan Fitzpatrick on our DFS slate? <laughs> I mean, absolutely unbelievable. So same question for you. I mean, these are two teams. I agree with Chop. The Dallas defense looked good, but hard for me to get excited about too much in this game. How about for you? Yeah, I just Googled antonyms of exquisite, and we have second-rate, uh, horrible, inferior, repulsive. This game is all of those things. I nice. want none of it. Well done. Well done. Look yeah. at this guy. Now, and, and Tyler Lockett would be the one guy I would have some interest in, but he's only had 11 targets all year. I just – I can't do it. I think I'm just going to avoid it completely. And, and whoever thought we talked the sources and antonyms and <laughs> – see, we, we try, to, try to bring some education – out there as well so yeah let's move on from this one kind of ugly not a lot to see here to another game Derek though I don't know this one's much better one of the lowest totals I can remember Chicago and Arizona totals down to 37 and a half in some places now the Bears six seven point favorites probably as they should be so this could be a Jordan Howard grinded out game we've seen Arizona get gashed on the ground is he a primary target for you here in week three it definitely feels like Jordan Howard and Bears defense type of correlation play this week. But as we've seen time and time again, sometimes these big favorites on the road, it just doesn't come to fruition. So I don't know. I mean, if Sam Bradford is the starting quarterback again, then I'll definitely have some interest in the Bears D. Hopefully they go over to Josh Rosen. If that's the case, and I'd maybe take a shot on David Johnson in tournaments, I still think he's talented. They just haven't been using him the same way they did in the past. And, you know, maybe a change of pace at quarterback can get him going a little bit. Yeah, for the most part, probably just going to be Jordan Howard for me. Uh, maybe take a shot on Trey Burton again. Cardinals have long struggled against tight ends. Burton down to 3,900 uh, on DraftKings. Yeah, great buy low on him. All right, Chop, uh, same thing. Bears, Cardinals, low total. Any interest in this game? Uh, not a lot. It's not, not super exciting. What's sad about this is uh, – this is we've only got three afternoon games, so if you're playing the afternoon slate, you're kind of like, this is a, a burner game right here. You, don't even, you can't even do nothing with it, so that sucks. But uh, Trubisky, maybe he's not the second coming. Maybe we shouldn't anoint him to the Hall of Fame after the preseason. He he's, he's just he hadn't he hadn't quite got there yet. Jordan Howard, eh? I will guess. I guess from what I saw in the little bit of stats I looked at, our Allen Robinson looks good. I think he got like. 14 targets on Monday night, you know, playing all the snaps, like 99-plus percent both weeks. Looks like he's back from the knee injury. Looks like he's the clear-cut number one. So, he's going to draw tough coverage this week. So, I don't know if I could even go there. Burden? Yeah, Burden. Burden's about what I got there. On the flip side, I have no interest in any of these guys outside of David Johnson for Arizona. I uh, hope he gets it going. But, you know, when you're playing the afternoon slate there and there's three games and everybody wants to load up on the Chargers and Rams – and uh, the other two games don't look as good. Maybe you got to do something different and go with David Johnson, that, considering most people will be on Ezekiel Elliott and Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon. Maybe you go David Johnson and hope he has one of those games. Yeah, I mean, the price went from 8800 in week one, 8200 last week, and I bought in on that in the afternoon slate. even played him in cash games thinking maybe they'll wise up and utilize him more. Two targets. Now he's down to 7200 but – a very tough matchup. So, Derek, your quick thoughts on David Johnson here because it's intriguing, but do they actually figure this out and how to utilize him? Like I said, I'm hoping for a quarterback change there in Arizona. If that's the case, you know, maybe 
Rosen get this offense going a little bit. Uh, it's just a really tough matchup as a whole, but I like Chop's point of in this afternoon slate where everyone's going to be looking to force, you know, everyone from the Chargers and Rams. I do think he's going to go under-owned in tournaments. So I like him a little bit, but I'm just hoping that they, uh, you know, finally give Sam Bradford a day off here. Yeah, we'll see. that They need to do that. All right, let's move on. Sunday night football, we got New England coming to the wannabe New England here with Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn, all from New England. But the Patriots coming in, six and a half, seven-point favorites here. And Derek, the Lions, they look terrible. Can they come home, the biggest game that they've had at home in some time, and can they respond? They, they did well at the end of that game against San Francisco, but I think the score was not indicative of what the game flow looked like. Any chance here for the Lions in New England? And who are your favorite plays DFS-wise? Yeah, I love their offense this week. The Lions, that is. I think they're going to be playing from behind. You know, you have the Patriots indoors. I think they're going to put up a ton of points. So Stafford and company. Uh, they're going to get a lot of targets to these talented receivers. You know, you can play uh, Tate, you can play Galladay, you can play Marvin Jones. I think all three of them are going to be in play, especially in this primetime slate. I think a full stack uh, with Stafford, you know, play him and two of those three uh, wide receivers and you have yourself a pretty good stack right there. You bring it back with uh, some of the plays from New England. Um, as long as uh, Rex Burkhead's healthy, I think I'll have a couple shares of him. Um, it didn't look like that was the best matchup against the Jaguars. Obviously didn't have much of a role since they were playing from behind, but I still think he's going to be uh, their goal line guy. I know Sonny Michelle kind of uh, took a bunch of the carries there. Nah, nah. The more I talk about it, the less interest I have in Rex Burkhead. So <laughs> maybe not. Um, yeah, James White's probably going to be your safest play there. But uh, Chris Hogan played 90% of the snaps in back-to-back weeks, picked up two touchdowns last week against the Jaguars, maybe – he is the guy that we expected him to be at the beginning of the year. Uh, we talked about it last week, not to write him off after one bad game. So I think he's interesting. And then Rob Gronkowski, nice bounce back spot for him. The Jags kind of bottled him up a little bit. And that's not likely to happen uh, two weeks in a row. So lots to like here. Definitely have more interest in this game. Um, actually, this is a nice primetime slate with uh, Steelers and Buccaneers next. But, yeah, I'll let Chop talk now. And Josh Gordon in the player pool, chop 5,500 here for New England. Do we expect him to play? Do we expect him to have an impact here? And my poor one out is for the city of Cleveland. Derek kind of hit on it in part one, but I don't know what the hell they're doing here. Gordon now on the Patriots, so hit on that. And then the rest of this game should be a fun one. I would probably let other people uh, take Josh Gordon here. And you know, you know they will, too, just oh, because yeah. of the name. But I don't think I've ever – and, I mean, there's not a lot of sample size because wide receivers don't usually get traded midseason or anything like that. Uh, but I've never seen one go to a new team where he didn't know the system, didn't know the coaching, and then immediately contribute. Uh, so it's, it'd be tough for me to think Josh Gordon has any kind of an impact for a long time. Uh, if ever this whole season, it's just tough, man. I don't think he's, you know, he's only been in Cleveland. They've got a specific playbook and now this is totally different. So the best you could hope for is, you know, scrap him up a few plays and put him in there. And when defenses know that that's coming, then uh, they'll be able to shut it down. I don't know. I don't think he makes an impact anytime soon. So I'm out on that. Uh, but the rest of New England, obviously they're going to score points. But I think we'd be foolish to think we, we can guess where it's going to come from. They've got all these weapons. 
And this feels like a game where I think Derek actually, I, I was kind of leaning toward what Derek said initially was Rex Burkhead. Feels like they may just go out there and run the ball a lot, give it a, give it a lot to Rex Burkhead and Sony Michelle and try to get out of here with a win. So uh, I know they're going to score points. It's just a matter of where they're going to come from. It's tough to find that. So uh, on the other side, Detroit now. So Matt Patricia, he knows the ins and outs of New England. Will that make a difference? My guess is no, because he looks like a total fish out of water trying to head coach in his league. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe Detroit keeps it competitive with their offense. Their defense is terrible. Golden Tate's got 28 targets in, in two games because the defense, you know, giving up points, and all they're going to do is sit back and pass the ball the whole second half. So he's a great play moving forward because of the defense. Kenny Galladay is a great play moving forward because of the defense. And Stafford's a great play. So I take them all. They're going to get a lot of garbage time. I love the passing game here for Detroit. Yeah, I agree. You know, Galladay's been a stud. So I think you continue to ride that. Tate, like you mentioned, the targets, top five in the league so far. So should be a fun one. I think Detroit can hang in this one. I think New England obviously goes in and wins, but I think it could be more competitive than people think. All right, let's go to Monday night, Chop. Mr. Fitzmagic, and you want some synonyms for magic. You got sorcery, witchcraft, <laughs> wizardry. Can the witchcraft and the wizardry continue here, Chop, for Ryan Fitzpatrick? What in the world is going on with Fitzpatrick? I and mean, how about, I how about, real quick, how about that outfit in the awesome. postgame? Uh, that, that was something else. He looked a little Conor McGregor-ish there. He did. He looked exactly like McGregor, but... The Mazda lineup of SUVs will provide safety, performance, and capability on your journey ahead. From the three-row Mazda CX-9 to the first-ever Mazda CX-50, our sales team is ready to guide you to the SUV for your lifestyle. Shop the Omaha Metro's exclusive Mazda dealers at Woodhouse Mazda in Bellevue or Woodhouse Place Mazda. Visit us online for your next Mazda SUV at woodhousemazda.com. Uh, that's what he does. He keeps it loose, man. He doesn't take anything seriously. That's why he's still around in the NFL after all this time. He's he's a good he's a good uh, locker room guy. So, uh, yeah, obviously surprised at what he's done. I could get one week, you know, having a big blow up one week, but boy, he's did it two weeks in a row. And the last one was against a good. Well, both were good defenses. So, obviously, I don't think that's going to hold up for the long run. So, I, I would e eventually think he kind of falls back in the line here in this game. I'm just very upset at this game being on a Monday night, a primetime slate or a showdown slate. I was so looking forward to pushing the lock button on Antonio Brown for the millionaire maker after the blow up on the sidelines, all the bad things that's been said this week. This, this just has Antonio Brown, you know, tearing Tampa Bay up in this game written all over it. And we're not going to get to, everybody's going to play it now because it's on a primetime showdown slate. So, we're not going to be able to lock that guy in on the Million America. I'm pretty upset at that. But for Pittsburgh, Roethlisberger, Brown, Schuster, obviously all good plays. I mean, do you really need? Do you really need me to run down all the? Everybody on both teams is a solid play. It's a 53 and a half total. They're all good. Take them no, all. I agree. Uh, the, <laughs> the only question is running back on Tampa. Do, do we finally see Ronald Jones get an opportunity? Because Peyton Barber, the touches have been there, hasn't done anything with them. So. Chop, hit on that real quick. Jones has been a, a inactive two games in a row. Is this the time maybe we get to see him a little bit? Uh, short answer would be no, because I think they know what they've got in Ronald Jones right now. He just doesn't look like an NFL-ready running back. Uh, otherwise, I don't think – I mean, 
why would they have been starting Pey- Peyton Barber's not he doesn't have this pedigree or this upside like they had to start Peyton Barber that's all they had so I don't I don't think Ronald Jones is ready and that's why we're seeing Barber so I don't think he's gonna figure it out in two weeks or so I think this may be a, a project a long-term project so no I don't think we'll see Ronald Jones even if we he, if, even if he was active I wouldn't play him all right there you go Derek Lots of goodness here, as Chop said. It's almost a question of who's not in play. So uh, what do you got here? Final thoughts for week three in the analysis of Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. Yeah, I love this game. Obviously, huge total. Uh, my pouring out for the week is going to be for Ryan Fitzpatrick's soul. He obviously sold it to the devil. Uh, there's no other explanation there. Uh, Pro Football Focus has been grading quarterbacks since 2006, and he's had the best start of any quarterback in the first two games of a season ever. Um, pretty crazy. Uh, I think he's going to keep it going against this terrible Pittsburgh defense. Uh, I like uh, pairing him up with all of his receivers. You know, Deshaun Jackson looked good. You still have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. So definitely more interested in the passing game than I am in the running game. Sounds like Antonio Brown missed Monday's practice. And, uh, you know, it sounds like who knows what is going to happen. He's had some trade comments on his, uh, one of his social media sites or something. So who knows what's happening with Antonio Brown. Assuming he's active, I do think they grease his squeaky wheel a little bit, get him a ton of targets, get him going. And obviously the rest of the Steelers are in play also. Connor, Juju Schuster, uh, Big Ben, probably don't like him as much on the road with some of these. uh, I like Stafford quite a bit. I like uh, Fitzpatrick. So probably not going to be playing Ben, but I'll be playing all of his weapons. No, his agent came out and said, don't worry about it. He doesn't want to trade. It was a personal issue. So that was the update as we're recording Tuesday. But we'll go over to our breaking news reporter here. Chop, anything (laughs) on Antonio Brown? So, obviously, I know you guys have heard that he didn't show up for practice today. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, But uh, I do have some breaking news for you. It appears as though it appears as though the Eagles may be close to re-signing Jordan Matthews, who could even be in uniform this week because there's such a lack of depth at receiver for that team. So Jordan Matthews on his way back to Philly. All right, call me, you, call heard, me. you heard it here first. <laughs> I might have to change my my name from Chop to Scoop. <laughs> Breaking the scoop. <laughs> I love it. Jordan Matthews back in Philly. Yeah, they lost Mike Wallace. He might be done for the year. So. Uh, interesting developments. We'll see if maybe they push Alshon Jeffrey to get in there. But, Chop, we appreciate you breaking the news here for the peeps. All right, guys, any final thoughts here? The second part, not as long, not as many games, but let's wrap up the football analysis. We'll have a little fun with some questions. But any final thoughts uh, football-wise here, Chop? Uh, it's just, you know, typical – well, nice uh, slate of games here. Uh, the only thing I would say is I, I kind of realized after week one the mistakes I made in my game selection. I changed those up in week two, and I had a much better week. And the process itself wasn't anything different. Uh, it's just a better game selection allowed me to go from not profitable to profitable. So please be aware, man. You get that Roto-Grinders extension that shows you all the information on the contest that you need right there, you know, how much to first, how much to the top 10, rake and all that. Use that stuff, man. It really helps. Yeah, it's free. If you're a Chrome user, things invaluable. So make sure you download that onto your Chrome browser. Derek, any final thoughts here before we answer a few questions football-wise for week three? Yeah, great recommendation by Chop. Always bringing the fire over there. Um, yeah, I mean, we're starting to figure out who these teams are. You know, we still only have a two-game sample, so – 
don't go overboard with your stats, but we can start, finally start to uh, trust some of the stats that we're seeing. And as always, just target the guys with the best opportunity. Look at snap counts, look at, uh, you know, potential touches, potential targets, and you'll be better off than just uh, playing guys that had big weeks uh, the last week. Agreed. And it's stick with your process. You know, if your process is work, don't, don't let one or two weeks bring you down. We had a question about things being crazy and unpredictable. Look, that's football. That's the game that is. So I would stick with what works. And if your process isn't working, then it's time to rework things. And if you want to rework things, you get on over to Roto Academy and the three of us did a series of videos on selecting quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, tight ends, what you look for. And I think it's a great course if you are struggling, even if you're not, uh, it's a good refresher. So get over to Roto Academy. Derek does a great job heading that up. But we do have a video with the three of us in the marketplace. So if you enjoy the DFS OGs podcast, I think you'll enjoy the video. All right, let's get to some user questions here. Again, we're looking for fun off-the-cuff stuff. So let's start with the first one here. And I don't even know if you guys are, are gamers, as they say, but from Ultimate Sports Fan, out of the three of you, who would win a Madden tournament? <laughs> Derek, do you play Madden? So I used to love Madden. I think the last time I played was like Madden 64. You know, I was always one of those kids that couldn't believe that grown-ups didn't play video games, and now I got old and I just don't play any video games. Madden 64. I mean, that's, what, 20 years ago? Yeah, yeah dude. It's, it's been a long All time. All right, Chop, any Madden in your, in your life? Okay, so – I have played Madden recently, yes, on the Xbox. Okay, so I've played Madden. So if you're going to tell me that you haven't played either beer, then I guess I'm going to deem myself the winner here, right? I, I probably fell off the Madden train in about 2013, 2014. Okay. So then I, I got think, the leg up on you guys. I yeah. think out of default, Chop wins. Well, but I got some let games. Me, let, let me explain myself here. It was about a one-month phase here last year where my kids up there my boys got the xbox and i wanted to really kick their ass in some in some madden so while they were off doing something at school i would be up there practicing on their ass you know and then they get home and i'll put a whipping on them and i had this thing where i had this thing rigged. i'd be pittsburgh every time and i'd know i could audible at the line of scrimmage and play fake to Le'Veon and go down and go downfield to antonio so i had them beat there so just by default i know i would beat you guys i'll, I'll break out the play action on pittsburgh oh, i'm willing to have a match we may have to set that up so i, I could go back and uh harken back to my madden days but we'll give chop the win for now but we'll, we'll see maybe we can get a match going all right, from Matt Tamino. I hope I didn't butcher your name there. Favorite craft beer choice? Oh, I'm going to let you guys go first because I could talk about this forever. <laughs> Derek, you, you're the craft beer guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like a lot of beer. Um, craft beer is just fine with me. I like IPAs. Uh, I hated them for the longest time, and now the older I get, they've kind of grown on me, sort of an acquired taste. So any good IPA uh, is good with me. Chop, you a beer drinker? I drink some beer, but uh, I don't like IPAs. I really don't really like all the other, the fancy, fruity beers they got now. So the, the exquisite beers, you're saying. <laughs> I, you know, like I, I, uh, no, I'm uh, back in the day when, when I really used to drink the beer, it was just nothing but Bud Light, Budweiser, Milwaukee's <laughs> Best, things like that. I don't, and even today, like I try the new stuff, but I don't get into it. Just give me a Bud Light, man. I love craft beer, and uh, there's a ton of good stuff out there, obviously. But I'm going to go to my roots, back to Wisconsin. Can only get it in Wisconsin. New Glarus 
Spotted Cow, an outstanding beer. So anywhere near Wisconsin, you know that beer. If not, go and give it a shot. All right, from Justin, Michael, other than the Super Bowl, sporting event you would most want to attend. Chop. Good one, good one. First of all, I, you would be hard-pressed to get me out of the house for any major sporting event. Just I think it's better on TV anyway, right? The, the in-person stuff isn't good. But if I was going to do anything in person, it would be a college event. So I would say the national championship game maybe. And I say that because the reason it would be college is I don't know why. Maybe, maybe you guys don't feel like this. Maybe I'm the only one. But I love the sound of a band, like a big, good band at a big school that's, that's well-prepared, like – like, I like the band sound, so I could do college. Like, I used to go to, to the Alamo Bowl every year at the Alamo Dome here in San Antonio, and, like, half the fun was just the band, listening to the bands battle it out. But So, I mean, I guess just based on the band, I would go with a college event, so the national championship game. But any anything else, I'd rather watch at home on TV. Man. All right. I have a feeling Derek's going to steal my answer here, but I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> Derek, other than the Super Bowl sporting event you most want to attend? Yeah, this one's easy for me. It's on my bucket list. I really hope to do it one day, and that's uh, go to the Masters. Damn it. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> I mean, watching on TV is something, but I just want to be there in person. You know, they don't even let you take your phone on the grounds. I mean, it just seems like such a cool classic. Just a dream of mine, so uh, one day I hope I'll be able to do it. Yep, same answer here. I knew you were going to go there, but I'm not even the biggest golf guy, but just to go there and, and to be able to walk around and, and the history, and uh, I think it'd be awesome. So. Masters for me as well. A couple more questions here. Derek, we'll start with you from, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. Tiger Nometry, Batman or Superman? You know, I'm not a big Marvel guy, so, yeah, yeah whatever. All right, Chop, any, any thoughts here? Batman or Superman? Well, uh, just he's got to be Superman, right? What is Batman? Just some dude with a lot of money. He doesn't really have anything special, man. <laughs> Ain't nothing I, special about him. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement. Bat, uh, Superman by far. Batman's just a dude with some nice gadgets, cool car, but Superman is Superman. Come on. All right, Chop, I think you can help this guy out. The, the Benny Snell fan club says he's having female problems. He wants to come on the show for advice, but why don't you just give him some advice here on the week three pod uh, on some female problems? Can you help this poor guy out? I wish the guy would have been more specific, you know. I mean, it's a pretty general question, but if you just want to know, if you're having problems like you can't get your girl, the girl you want, easy easy solution there. The worse you treat them, the more they like you. That's just, that's just the easy solution for you. There you go. I mean, it's true. I, I don't know what it is, but uh, that, that Chop summed it up. Derek, you got anything to add to that? Because it seems simple, but I think Chop nailed it. I think that's more for the dating game. Uh, the married game, the worse I treat my wife, uh, yeah, she doesn't like me more than that. Um, Once you're married, you've already <laughs> lost, bro. It's, yeah. it's already lost. Yeah, I, I would say if you are in a relationship, it's all about a give and take. Um, if you want her to support what you do and what you like, then you got to do the same for her. But but the question, well, you know, the guy, we didn't really know what the real his real yeah. issue. Well, he could be having a problem, you know, in the sack or something like that, which that's a whole different thing. You know, we, could, we need to know what he's – what the real problem is here man. we need the specifics yeah so betty snell fan club you'll, you'll have to get back to us and maybe we can help you in week four but we gave you some basic help there 
Yeah, we'll see. Maybe it is in the sack. Then we got a whole other podcast to do. But <laughs> we're going to finish with this question, Derek. This one was specifically from you, from a man named David in Texas. And he wants to know about a time you woke up with your pants on backwards and an empty jar of peanut butter by your side. Uh, yeah, I mean, not a true story, but I did wake up <laughs> in a closet one time, uh, in a, and it had tile on the floor in Vegas. Not really sure how I got Holy there. Uh, and we had a suite too. It was, we want, I want something, uh, do you guys remember profanity sports? It was one of Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I got a suite out there in Vegas and took like 10 friends and everyone else had a bed and I was, uh, woke up on the floor in the closet. So hangover style. Chop, you got any good stories like that? Uh, you ever wake up in a closet or a jar of peanut butter next to you? Or? <laughs> no, I, I've always been able to. I'm a pretty responsible drinker, man. I don't, I don't ever had anything like that. But you know, the stories I've got, I probably don't want to get. I don't know what the statute of limitations is, and, and on some of this stuff I've done, so I probably don't want to even get into it. Yeah, we don't need to get into all that. We don't need our, our breaking news guy getting in trouble here. So that'll wrap us up, guys, for week three. Appreciate all the user questions and everybody out there for listening, guys. We love doing the show, but if it wasn't for you guys, there would be no DFS OGs pod. So just wanted to quick, take a quick second and thank all the listeners out there. Guys, any final thoughts here on life, on football, on anything before we get out of here? Derek, let's start with you. No, not really. Uh, I just want to wish everyone the best of luck as always. Don't get too crazy with it. Whether you're off to a good start or a bad start, uh, good bankroll management is always your best bet. Chop, final thoughts here in week three. Uh, my final thought, really what's on my mind now is next week I'm really going to pry into how this guy ended up in a closet in Vegas. I really want to know more about this now. I'm yeah, interested. We'll, we'll get we'll get to the bottom of that. And Manny Snell Fan Club, don't forget, hit us back. We'll continue this discussion on your female problems, and hopefully we can help you out. But, again, my final thoughts. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week, as always, for the great head chopper, the great Derek Notorious Farnsworth. I am Chris Gearmaker's fan, Ben Salu. Best of luck here in week three, guys. The Mazda lineup of SUVs will provide safety, performance, and capability on your journey ahead. From the three-row Mazda CX-9 to the first-ever Mazda CX-50, our sales team is ready to guide you to the SUV for your lifestyle. Shop the Omaha Metro's exclusive Mazda dealers at Woodhouse Mazda in Bellevue or Woodhouse Place Mazda. Visit us online for your next Mazda SUV at woodhousemazda.com.